Praise God. Such a joy and a pleasure to be here this morning. Uh, uh, from time to time, you see me either physically or through the live stream. But because there's no distance in the spirit, whether it's live stream or physically, I'm sure somebody will be tremendously blessed in the precious name of Jesus. Uh, it's with joy in our heart that we've come to this axis of our city to plant a new expression of the Elevation Church because we believe that God wants to bless and transform lives in this part of our city. Say better amen, somebody. Yeah. I, know, I want to appreciate um, the resident pastor uh, and his wife, Pastor Emmanuel and Sister Emmy. We want to appreciate you for the great work towards the launch and also Pastor, uh, his deputy, Pastor Tim, Timothy Adiremi and his wife, we appreciate you to celebrate the grace of God upon your lives. And for all of our ministers here present this morning, I want to also appreciate and celebrate God's grace over your lives. The great work that you've done, not just towards the launch, but all through these many years of service at the Elevation Church. We we'll bless you. And we pray that the grace of God over your lives will be on the increase in the precious name of Jesus. Somebody say better, amen. amen. As I bring God's word this morning, the Bible says God confirms his word with signs. So I see that God will start to move according to, you know, the preaching and teaching of his word this morning. The Bible says where the word of the king is, there is power. Somebody's here this morning, for instance, uh, what I saw in, in, in my heart as I sat down there, uh, something about a child. Uh, I interpreted it in twofold. Someone who has been crying out to God to be a joyful mother of children. I brought you a word this day by the Spirit of the living God, not the word of a man, that this is your year. Amen. This year, you will be a joyful mother of children. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Someone here who is also, you know, either with a, a child with a sickness or a child that has become recalcitrant. I also brought you a word here this morning. As, as I preach and teach here this morning, the grace of God that is upon my life and upon this commission will locate that child, wherever the child is. Something will turn around in the mind and the spirit of that child. Something will turn around in the body of that child. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Psalm 44, and I will read from verse 1 to 3. I'm sharing on what I've titled the favor factor. Somebody tell your neighbor for me, say the favor of God is upon you. I'll speak to somebody else, say the favor of God is upon you. Psalm 44 from verse 1 to 3. Psalm 44 from, Psalm 1, uh, from verse 1 to 3. He said, we have heard with our ears. Oh God, our fathers have told us the deeds you did in their days. The deeds you did in their days. We have heard with our ears. Our fathers have told us the deed you did in their days. In the days of old, you drove out the nations with your hand, but then you planted. Somebody say, God is planting me. He said, you drove out the nations with your hand, 
but them you planted. You afflicted the peoples and cast them out, for they did not gain possession of the land by their own sword, nor did their own hand save them, but it was your right hand, your hand, and the light of your countenance, because you favored them. Somebody say, I'm favored. Or say it with, with, with passion. Say I'm favored. Talking about Israel here. The contemplations of the sons of Korah. One of some of the greatest psalmists in Israel. Who wrote this psalm. He said we have he- heard with our ears. The things you did. With our fathers. Of old. How. You displaced people. But you planted them. The Bible says they did not gain possession of the land by their sword. That means they didn't have to fight intensely for it. They said, nor did their own harm save them, but it was your right hand, your hand, and the light of your countenance because you favored them. One of the greatest things that a believer can come into a full realization of is the realization of the fact that God has decided to favor you. Yeah. And that God expects you to walk in the understanding of divine favor. As a person and as a church, we carry favor. There's a mandate of favor that is upon us. And that's why I'm teaching this message this morning. So that if a, if a guest in our midst is the first time interacting with the Elevation Church, you understand one of the great mandates upon our church to proclaim the favor of God. Yeah, to proclaim the favor of God. Psalm 102 and verse 13, or Psalm 102 and verse 5, he said, You will arise and have mercy on Zion for the time to favor her. Yea, the set time is now. It's the set time of favor for somebody here. Amen. And 2019 for you will be characterized by the move of God in favor. Amen. Favor in the morning. Amen. Favor in the afternoon. Amen. Favor in the evening. Amen. Favor in the house. Amen. Favor on the field. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Oh, say, believe in amen. amen. So I start to teach this morning. Can I start out with something I read in a book many years ago? It's probably close to 20 years ago now. This year makes it 28 years that I've been serving Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> but 20 years ago, I, I, I read a book uh, titled Being the Best, written by a man called Dennis Whitley, an American. One of the things I'll never forget that I read from that book is a scientific term called reticular activating system. Reticular activating system. It's something in the brain of a man that works to help us to cope with living. Something in the brain of a man that works to help us to cope with how we live. I'm going to explain it. And I'm going somewhere. Follow me carefully. It may sound like big, you know, medical term, but it's nothing big about it. Yeah. Reticular activating system is a small part of the brain of a man that helps us to cope. Now, um, you need to understand this, and this is the I'll explain it with two things. One, the reticular activating system 
brings things to your focus when those things are probably about to come into your life because your mind has been on them. So let me give you an example. If somebody told you that I'm going to bless you with a Toyota Prado, a car, or maybe you came into 2019 thinking, I want to change my car. I want to buy a Toyota car, and you decide I'm going to buy a Toyota Prado or a Toyota, remind me another, or Corolla. The moment you set your mind on it, don't you realize that what happens is that as you drive on the road, you'll just be seeing Toyota Corolla. <laughs> Am I saying the truth? That's what you, you begin to see everywhere you go. As if Toyota Corolla was not in existence before. Am I saying the truth? Yeah. That's what, that is the functionality of the reticular activating system. Toyota Corolla has been activated in the recess of your mind and in the, your ability to imagine. So that's what you see all the time. It has happened to all of us before. Am I saying the truth? Yeah. As simple as a dress. Yeah. You saw something maybe on Instagram and you like it. The moment you go out, that's what you, if it's, if it's a yellow dress, if somebody's wearing yellow, it gets your attention. Am I saying the truth? Yeah. Before you realize it's not the same dress, we, ah, it's almost my dress. No, no, no. You haven't gotten it, but you're already calling it your dress. Am I saying the truth? Yeah. If it's a car, you see the car driving in front of you, you say, that's my car. That's my car. Yeah, that's my car. It is the operation of the reticular activating system. It brings things to focus that should come to focus. That's how it works. It just brings it into focus. Reticular activating system also works in another way, which is it helps our minds to remain sane and not to be overtly disturbed by certain things that can break our focus. I'm going to explain. So, uh, many years ago, I visited a friend who lived around Mafoluku, here in Lagos. You know Mafoluku, around Oshodi. Yeah, it's like another town if you compare it to where we are. <laughs> that place is very close to the airport. Yeah, the international airport. Are you still with me? When I visited my friend there, one of the things I noticed was that it was around the evening time. So many uh, planes landing and taking off. I asked him, how do you people cope living here? Because before, in fact, you will know when a plane is landing and when one is taking off because it's zzzz, and then everywhere, you know, some masses will even be vibrating as planes are about to land. And he said, Pastor, we don't feel it. <laughs> yeah. Until I read in that book about the functionality of the reticular activating system, I didn't know why they didn't feel it. Our mind and our brain has been configured of God through this thing I'm talking about to be able to adjust. That's why you see somebody living beside a train station. When a train is passing, you know, making contact with a rail, railway, you understand what I'm saying? It, it makes noise, all right? They even press a bell, boom. Yet people sleep and many trains will pass all through the night and people will be sleeping. When you just move there, you will feel like running away, telling the agent, I don't want this house again. But just give yourself about two weeks. You adjust to it to the point that you can sleep through the night in spite of the noise. Am I saying the truth? 
That is the functionality of the reticular activating system. Now, when it comes to the operation of favor, God wants your reticular activating system to work on the positive. Not to repress it, but to activate it. Let me explain. What are you trusting God for this season? That you believe that by the favor of God will come to you. God wants you to recognize favor when you see it because you are expecting it. The same way you will see Toyota Prado and say, that's my car. Yeah. When you go into it, one of the reasons why many people don't encounter favor is because they are not expecting it. Yeah. When I go into an office, for instance, because I come to the realization that favor is part of my DNA. As a child, of, I'm going to explain it to you very soon. It's part of my DNA as a child of God. If it's the gate man I met and he smiles at me, I already know favor I started working. Yeah, I can, I can just leverage that to continue to get more favor. Until I get to the MD, the favor will continue to work. But you know some people, you get to somebody greeted you, smile at you, you are still frowning. Yeah, because you have not activated the force of favor. Not activated the force of favor to make it to start to work in your life. Because God wants you to see everywhere you go what he wants to do. What he's about to do. You need to see it. You need to walk in the reality of it. You need to allow God to continue to bring it to you. Yeah. For a believer, the Holy Spirit wants to, you know, work in your life the way the reticular activating system works. So that when you see the move of God, you recognize it. When you see the hand of God, you recognize it. And then you ask for more of it. Zechariah chapter 3 and verse number 10. He said, ask for, faith. I, I ask for rain in the time of rain. Yeah. There's a time to ask for rain. It's in the time of rain. The easiest time for rain to come is the time of rain. Somebody stay with me today. Yeah. Ask for rain in the time of rain. So you also ask for favor in the time of favor. And I've come to announce to somebody here this morning that it's your time of favor. I cannot hear your amen. amen. I said it's your time of favor. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Let's look at the workings of favor in the life of a man and love of a woman. By the way, there's no reason for a believer not to trust God for favor because the patriarch of our faith, Abraham, was a man favored of God and saw favor all his life. There are many people that God favored in the scriptures. You talk about uh, uh, the Jews in Exodus chapter 12 and verse 36. The Bible says uh, that they plundered the Egyptians. You can imagine God gave an instruction just before the Passover. He said, go to the Egyptians. Ask them for articles of gold, articles of silver, you know, and all that. If an angel appeared to you today and said, go to your neighbor. Ask for his car. Ask for this. Ask for that. Your inclination is to say, this must be a, de a devil, a demon that wants me incarcerated. <laughs> yeah. But that's funny. But let's, let's put it in proper context. There are many people who are not placing demand for the things they should place demand for. Because of fear, timidity, low self-esteem, and all that. Yeah. In life, sometimes, somebody remains on a job for so long, no promotion, nothing. And God has a greater plan for your life. But because you have not come into the fullness of the realization of the favor of God that is upon your life, you are not placing any demand where you are. At the same time, you are not trying to venture. 
because there's nothing that stops you from venturing out. Somebody say with me today. You venture, you see, in Psalm 44 that we started with there, it says they did not gain possession of the land by their own hand. It was God that organized and orchestrated everything for them. God is going to orchestrate something for somebody here. Yeah. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In 1 Samuel 2 and 26, the Bible talks about uh, um, uh, the, 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 the child Samuel, that the favor of God was upon his life. The same way the Bible says in Luke 1 and 52, or Luke, uh, is it Luke 2 and 52, that he, he said the child Jesus grew in knowledge, in wisdom, and in favor with God and men. The same way uh, um, uh, um, Samuel, also the Bible reckoned that he grew in stature and he was in favor with God and with men. So it's possible to be in favor with God and be in favor with men. We saw it in the life of Samuel. We saw it also recorded in the life of Jesus. Somebody stay with me today. And if you're a woman and you say all these people that I've mentioned are men, then let me talk to you. Because we saw favor in the life of Ruth, the Moabites. Yeah, we saw favor in the life of Ruth. When Ruth was going out, after he followed, uh, uh, she followed Naomi to, to, to back to, to Bethlehem. What happened? They got there. You know, more, more or less, you can almost call them homeless because they just came back to an empty shell. Everything was gone. Naomi's husband dead. Naomi's sons dead. But Ruth stayed with Naomi. And they got there, nothing to eat. Ruth said, allow me to go out and glean. Perhaps... I will find favor. And she did. She found favor. And the Bible says she happened, she happened to walk to the, the, the farm of Boaz by divine orchestration, by ordering of steps. When you start to recognize that the favor of God is upon your life, you will stop working anyhow. You will trust God to guide your steps. That's what happens. Ruth just chanced, you know, by chance, walked into the field of Boaz. And from that point, what happened? Boaz came and saw her and called his men. Who's that girl? He said, oh, it's the lady that came back with Naomi. You know, that lady that went to Moab and lost her husband and her children. They're back. We just told her to glean. Gleaning means as they're harvesting, uh, some, they won't harvest, you know, like you're harvesting corn, for instance, this, in this case, maybe barley or wheat. Yeah, some will fall down. Poor people will come and carry it for free. Yeah, so they follow the reapers and glean after them. That's what they do. It's for poor people to just come and pick something. You know what Boaz said? I said, this, this, this lady is different, though. Just don't, she will not, she's not going to glean ordinarily. You will be dropping full grain, not a... Uh, by mistake, or drop it for her to pick. That's the first sign of favor. Yeah. I, I tell you that favor grows. I'm going there. The first sign of favor for her was that the master instructed them, drop full grain for her to pick. Don't, don't, not by mistake, just be dropping it. Make sure it's on her path to be picking. From that small favor of food to becoming the wife of Boaz. And somebody say favor is not real. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, say favor is real. Yeah. Let me discuss a few things to know that can open you up for favor. One is that favor is a consequence of the covenant. 
favor. So as a result, it's a consequence of the covenant. Yeah. It's a consequence of the covenant. By the covenant that we have with God, we are favored. Yeah. The Bible says, they that were not his people became his people. The people that didn't know him before, God grafted us in and came into a covenant with us to execute his favor. When he called Abraham in Genesis 12, he said, come out of your people, out of your kindred, go to a place that I will show you and I will bless you. Yeah, I will bless you. I will bless you. To be blessed means to be empowered to prosper. It means to be fortunate, to be enviable. Yeah. In Psalm 1, verse 1 to 3, the Bible says, blessed is the man. When you read that in the Amplified Translation of the Bible, it, 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 it said favored, enviable. Yeah. Fortunate is the man. Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly and all that. So, so the blessing of God comes upon us based on the covenant that God has with us. And part of that blessing is a blessing of favor. So favor is not just as a result of hard work. Hard work is very good and we encourage it in our church. But favor is a consequence of the covenant that we have with God. Favor is a benefit of redemption. It's a benefit of redemption. It's part of the benefits of it. If you are redeemed of God and you don't expect favor in your life, you are reducing the benefit. It's like somebody that says you got a job in a company and they say this is your full package. This is your basic salary. You have housing allowance. You have transport allowance. You have, uh, you know, leave allowance, the order, and you just say, give me basic. Basic. I dash the company, the rest. I just need basics. That's the way some believers live. They just get the basic <laughs> entitlement, which is heaven. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what led us to singing songs like, take the whole world and give me Jesus. That means you take your car, take your house, and just give it Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> that song is only functional in heaven. Because you don't need anything in heaven. But here, you need something. <laughs> Somebody say with me today. Yeah. So you cannot be the kind of Christian that says, I want only basic salary. No other entitlement. Part of the fringe benefit of salvation, of redemption is the favor of God. Say amen, somebody. Amen. You must be alive to the force of favor and engage it because God wants to favor you. Secondly, if you have obtained favor, you can grow and increase in favor. You can grow and increase in favor. So the operations of favor is not limited to one level. It's not limited to one level. You can grow and increase in favor. Luke 2 and 52 that we, we read, the Bible says, and Jesus grew. Yeah, he grew in stature. He grew in wisdom. And he grew in favor with God and with man. Tap your neighbor for me and tell your neighbor it's time to grow in favor. Say the favor of 2018 will not be enough for 2019. Say I'm growing in favor. Oh, come on, say it again. Say I'm growing in favor. Say I'm growing in favor. Yeah. 
If young people have been favoring you before, it's time for old people to be favoring you. Yeah. If people at your level are the only ones favoring you, it's time for people that are well above you to start to favor you. In the name of Jesus. The journey of destiny can be very fast. Can be accelerated when you start to receive favor from people who have gone ahead of you. Because they tell you all the pitfalls and the long roads and where you have roadblocks. Yeah. You know, it's like how uh, uh, commercial drivers operate. Then you see policemen on a route, you call your friend, say, don't take that place, take this place. Yeah. You know bus drivers, the way they operate, so they signal each other. They even have signs that they will just say, <laughs> so you know that police is on that road. <laughs> you just take <laughs> uh, If you're like me, uh, if you have entered bus, enough for your destiny. Yeah. <laughs> You will know all these things I'm talking about because I, 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 I entered both a lot. Yeah. So I know all those, all those things, especially if you like to sit in front. Yeah. I, I used to like to sit in front. <laughs> you see them as they are communicating and giving signs to each other. That's what happens to you when you start to gain favor with people that have gone ahead of you. Start to gain favor with people that have gone ahead of you. In 2019, you must trust God to connect you with the kind of people that will bring you to your season of favor. So that that can be accelerated growth in your life. You imagine what happens when a young person joins a bank and a general manager or an executive director takes interest in somebody at entry level. There's nothing like it. Because that person, that GM, will be the one telling you, this is the course you should go next. Be careful of that man. 